rocking out full body like or wrestling or sex yet what's coming through is literally the way the world was made the intersection of creativity and breath genesis primeval void like ocean the original hebrew word tihom t e h o m tihom the depth the deep abyss the earth was a formless void and darkness was over the surface of the deep the abyss the spirit of god moved over the surface of the waters we come from the ocean the sumerians thought this too the sumerian god of salt water is tiamat the glistening one is the sacred Hebrew word marriage for the between salt and fresh water creating the cosmos through successive generations primeval darkness is called hosik primeval darkness that covered the world and god created light and separated the light from darkness god created it controls it the darkness and the light the void is the darkness creation starts surrounded by the sea we all come from the sea the primeval darkness the cosmic subterranean waters a cosmic ocean mother who gave birth to heaven and earth a female prime mover the primeval sea below the void space of the underworld the earth was formless and void the darkness was over the surface of the deep the sumerians with tiamat the glistening one she was described as a sea serpent lower parts would shake together a belly a bladder ribs a neck a head a skull eyes nostrils a mouth lips she had insides possibly entrails salt arteries blood water chaos and new cults tiamat formed around a female principle of a watery creative force If you're in a cult, you're kind of like a janitor giving the care owed to deities, temples, shrines and churches. If you're a janitor, you're kind of like a religious monk. The subterranean ocean waters the cosmic sea that we come from you're kind of like a religious monk communicating i'm a janitor void. the, the subterranean of creativity i'm a janitor i've been trimming roses picking up shit shoes shit composting eggshells at my parents sanctuary for years how deep is infinite space how deep is the abyss 
how deep is infinite space inside of us. Like water filtering through lava rocks for five years and emerging from a spring that you can drink. How deep is your love? And at these layers, where does bunk come from? The deep stank pits. What is the essence of funk before James Brown? Rocking out full body like sex or wrestling. Yet what's coming through you is Tiamat, the glistening one, the sea serpent, lower parts which shake together, a belly, a bladder, ribs, a neck, a head, a skull, eyes, nostrils, mouth, and lips. She has insides, possibly entrails, heart, arteries, blood. Termites, tarantula, tender sex vessel of your girlfriend, stacking orgasm. up nickels. You're inside your girlfriend's, your girlfriend's orgasm. The sound you feel of angel wings go from her limbs, glossomer to her limbs, a tender vessel. Brighter. Termites, you feel tarantula, the light as easy as sun the sound on your cheek. of nickels, miles and tender miles, miles through space traveling to your face, girlfriend's eyes. How deep is infinite space? Stronger and wise. You're into sex magic, becoming telepathic to vibes like birds and butterflies. Can you feel the void? Sex magic of your girlfriend's pre-orgasm. You're inside your girlfriend's orgasm. You feel the sunshine go from her limbs to her limbs, getting brighter. You feel the light as easy as sun on your cheek. Miles and miles and miles through space, traveling to your face. She was the spring that would come up from the ground that you could drink. Because they lived in the desert and the Persian Gulf swirled with these freshwater springs. And they would literally see Tiamat and Aspiu, these two god and goddesses swirling together. The existence below the earth is the source of life and fertility. The wetness between legs. The chaos of the ocean, the chaos of particles of stars, the chaos of all matter, the chaos beyond matter into infinite possibilities. How deep is infinite face? It doesn't stop any place. Something brings it out of the void. God separated darkness from the light. She's in all of it and she controls all of it. This is some bullshit about interfacing with the void. Did you make it this far? Dude, slapping it on thick. You can smell it like dog shit that I'm talking about being a janitor, picking up fucking shit shoe shit in the winter when it's growing white mold that's reaching up to the starry heaven the same way that my poetry is trying to reach into the creation understanding of how to interact with imagination 
because I'm calling imagination the void and I'm saying that it was all some sort of, uh, well, at this point, I'm not saying the Sumerians are saying it, the Christians are saying it, pretty much everybody's saying it. I think the scientists are saying it. It's all some sort of chaos and then the chaos has given shape to it. A big bang, a breath over the ocean, salt water and freshwater springs mixing in the Persian Gulf. Funk before James Brown, places that it's reaching from. I'm into the funk because there's certain depths that this must be all becoming from. If you want to interface with the void, interface with imagination, there's got to be realms that places that certain ideas permeate from. And so where are the stank pits that funk originates from? It where makes you look exist? like you smelt it's some It's like piss. a sine graph undulating. And it's the a place, exact perfect places are sometimes feeling. hit. Like the perfect places being the apex. The height of the roller coaster or the Openness. The constriction. Feeling. Sensation. Recently, I experienced sex magic. I dipped into my girlfriend's orgasm. Her orgasm is so much different than mine. It's wide. It has space. It swells up like a sunrise. And I could feel that space opening. And after that, I started to hear the thoughts of birds and butterflies a telepathic feeling. Water turns into ice. Seems pretty fucking reasonable that feelings would turn into the beetles. Seems pretty fucking reasonable that if you want to hear funk music, you start to get to the stank pits and put a look on your face like you smelled some piss and get in the off beat. I'm also trying to reasonably explore the void. Men and Dwarf introduced me to exploring the void at the spring on his homestead. He plunged his fucking head into a crevice where the spring was emerging and the water was dark with charcoal and had mosquito larvae. And I went after there, I went after it with him. He set me on this tip of exploring and listening to the void. And it seems ludicrous, but it's also what people have been doing forever, listening to God. Like, God is the one that gave shape to the chaos. And so you can reach through there and listen to God. So in a practical sense, I've been wearing goggles on my head, holding my hair back with swim goggles, trying to be prepared for when I got to go into some other realm. I've been reading about the Heinemu the matriarchal society in the island Jeju in Korea, where the women go free dive and pull up mollusks and seaweed. I like their iron will, their independent spirit, 
the determination to swim. I mean, they've been doing this for like 300 years. This is a society that's kind of fallen off the map a little bit now. But they did this pre-wetsuit. The women going out and swimming 45 minutes, diving down deep, harvesting, sitting by a fire for an hour or two to warm back up and then going for another session. I just fucking love the dedication to the other realm. Dedication to weightlessness, dedication to full body immersion. I've been wearing goggles preparing for this. Jean Barnett, 1769. Periodic distribution of 69s. 1669. Alchemist turns piss into phosphorus. 1769, Jean Barnett returns to France after sailing the world for three years disguised as a man. 1869, Menville releases the periodic table of elements. 1969, February, Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan have a recording session. Jean Barnett. 1769 the world world disguised disguised as a man man. her lover was a botanist and she came on the boat as a botanist assistant he was a rather old fella so she was the one doing all the collecting her collections are on display in horticultural museums in paris you just get off the fucking boat in tropical islands and go collect palm fronds and nuts and fruits they've never tasted. Now, women on boats were bad luck, but the sailors weren't wise to her until they got to Tahiti and the Tahitians with their openly sexual culture saw Jean Barnett in her sailor's outfit and short haircut and immediately them in their loincloths or butt-ass naked immediately went up to her because they're sexually promiscuous people and they're like all right you're coming over here with your big fancy boats and all your clad and armor and your telescopes where's the women at and i said here you go you got jean so they outed her she was uh kicked off the boat but not before she had found a flower that was named after the captain, the Bougainvillea. She was kicked off the boat on a French island in the Indian Ocean where the botanist died. And Jean continued on her journey, getting up to some northern areas and ended up opening a saloon getting quite a bit of money, enough that she had to have a prenup when she married a sailor, because it was a time when women could still lose everything through marriage. And her and that sailor ran this, uh, ran this fucking oceanside saloon. And eventually she saved up to, I think maybe just get her own boat. Like she couldn't just get back to France because women weren't allowed on boats. People are fucking insane. But she makes back to France and the botanist had left her a dowry and uh, so she inherited all of his deal and she kept going on. 
You want to go visit her plants in Paris? At the Herbarium, a museum for plants. Jean might have sailed out of Marseille, the oldest port in France, in the 80s, 1980s. Henry Consur was diving with a snorkel in Marseille, exploring the old port, and he went into a cave. Now this is void exploring. Henry starts swimming in an underwater cave and doesn't know where it's going to go. And it goes something like 175 feet, a good chunk. And he emerged, is 175 feet a long? Shit, I should be better at knowing facts and numbers and distances. It's long enough that you'd be wondering whether or not you should turn back. But I guess you're just checking your gauges all the way. Uh, he emerges in an underwater lake. He checks his gauges there, sees that there's oxygen, takes off his mask, and he's surrounded by cave paintings. Turns out people had been coming to this cave for 30,000 years. There's hand stencils 30,000 years old. And then 10,000 years after that, people came again and drew animals all along the wall, penguins and cats, horses, a seal with a man's head. Like Henry, they went to the back of the cave. It went all the way. Now, what I'm wondering is, are they exploring the void? Did they go to the back of the cave so that they could be in the darkness? And in the darkness, they're pulling through the imagination and the imagination is then emerging as art. Henry's secret of cave, he kept to himself until mid nineties. So for like 10 years, Henry had his own underwater cave. Can you imagine the dates this guy went on? Like, he is the only one that knows an underground, underwater lake. And to get there, you have to go through the incredibly adventurous transition of swimming into the darkness of a cave. And then you just pop back up and you're in Marseille, the south of France, the Mediterranean, the oldest port. Not as old. The Greeks used it before the French and before the Greeks, these people 30,000 years ago were there. Those sailors amongst Jean's time, when Jean Barnett would have exited the port, it was illegal to strike somebody with a closed fist. Fists were considered deadly weapons, so they developed savant sailor street fighting. You slap each other with open hands. Roundhouses. Whip kicks, piston axe kicks, reversed hooking kick, coup de bras, that's the sweep the leg. Formed with characteristics, backwards, backwards lean, lean. Ba lean, to swim in, to swim, 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 When I went to Marseille, I wanted to get to the Mediterranean. To swim in it and I did sweaty because Marseille has a skate park built in the 90s 
I think when Henry Consoor's cave was still a secret, 1991. The skate park's on the water, steep bowls. The shape of a skate park will change the skaters who use it. You're kind of like forged from the habitat that you're in. And that park is steep with high walls. In the south of France, skaters at the oldest port caught air quite often and easily. I just grinded around, staying on the ground, but I hit the bowls, got vertical on the sides, pumped, felt awesome, got sweaty, swam in the Mediterranean, and found the modern art museum that I, that I was seeking. A museum cared for by janitors, cult members in the religion of bringing the imagination into form. The museum had one person working, a cute woman at the kiosk. You give her an unknown amount of French money and she points her finger in the direction to go because you can't speak French so you don't understand her directions. And you follow the pointing finger, but it doesn't quite seem right because the museum's under construction and now you're walking through sheets of plastic draped from the side and you're pulling plastic aside from the front of you like you're entering some sort of haunted house. It's unsettling. Down the hall, it looks like a construction worker has fallen into the drywall. You run up to him down this hall, his boots sticking out of the drywall, and you realize it's fucking art. It's not a person. Somebody just put some boots on a mannequin and stuck it through the wall. They got me. The unsettling nature of questioning reality. I've been going to art museums, seeking shapes and colors, Exploring harmony in portions of beauty, portions looking of beauty, for abstract looking for abstract variations of beautiful things. Of beautiful and here things. I was, unsettled and having complete emotional experiences, something generating out inside of me, and it continued on through the museum with their sculptures that you can walk around and things you can touch. And it's one of these art experiences where you leave knowing that everything is art and Keep most things your are goggles beautiful. on your head. Free Ready. Like a hyena you swimming for hours every day. Harvesting sea life. Like seaweed. You can be a botanist dressed as a man center of the earth collecting bougainvillea some sort of depth of infinite space and i'm sailing around this in 1769 with jean barnett identifying plants getting to the caves that people have been drawing their imagination for 30,000 years and swimming down from the lakes into the ocean and emerging in the south of France, rolling around on a skateboard, buying weed at the jetty, 
that ships have passed through and picturing Marseille street fighters hand slapping each other and using kicks as I'm kicking on the smooth pavement of the port, the best pavement in all white lines like the curls on the hair of an art desk woman pointing the way to a construction site, a plastic sheaths haunted house, continuing down these corridors, looking at art and feeling it being pulled from some sort of realm like God's breath across the world.